In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. Good morning. If you haven't quite picked up on the theme yet, you then need to know that today is what we refer to as Good Shepherd Sunday. But don't worry if you don't know, and that comes every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, because last I checked, Hallmark does not have cards for this day. But it's fascinating because throughout our scripture, we see these references of shepherd and sheep. And I have to admit to you that I never quite knew much about shepherds or sheep. Because you see, growing up in Miami, Florida, they're not exactly in plain sight. So all the images I had were as a child of things I heard in Sunday school or the things that I colored in when I was in school, a good Catholic boy that I was in Catholic school. But then years ago in 2009, I took my first pilgrimage to the Holy Land. And I've since gone six times since that first time. As a matter of fact, I'll be taking a group from this diocese later this summer. And it was in that first trip that I saw that shepherds were real. In addition to Shepherd Ellis, of course, who will confirm. There's a real shepherd over there. Hi, shepherd. (laughs) The shepherds were real. And I found myself on one afternoon sitting on a hillside just watching in fascination. All the things that I read about every, every year on Good Shepherd Sunday when we hear Jesus is the good shepherd, Jesus being the gate for the sheep, Today, the sheep know my voice. It all came so clear. That's actually how it works. I was marveled to see a shepherd at one point actually yell out one word and to watch the entire flock stop. It's quite something. If we could only do that with our kids. (laughs) But I have to tell you, the real change came in the last two and a half years as I have been bishop of this diocese, as the shepherd of this flock. And every time I carry that shepherd's crook, that staff, I'm always mindful of the responsibility as a shepherd. And so this past week, I was sent to Boston for a quick training because the presiding bishop thinks that I'm worthy enough to be a coach and a mentor to new bishops. And in that training, And in those conversations with other bishops, the image of shepherd came up again. And so while sitting on a flight from Boston at about 11 o'clock at night on Sunday, excuse me, on Friday, I started sketching out these thoughts. And I realized that having an image of the Lord as my shepherd affects the way that I live my life in God And more so, it really affects how I make decisions. And I realize that's for all of us, that having an image of the Lord as your shepherd will affect the way that you live your faith life and the way you make decisions. It will affect the way we make decisions and live our life because of the relationship between shepherds and sheep. And depending on the type of shepherd, 
depending on the terrain, I realize that shepherds can lead their sheep from either in front, from behind, or with help from the left and the right. And so I want to talk about each for a moment. Shepherds leading from the front. They walk slowly, scoping out the terrain, looking for greener pastures. The sheep follow them, or more accurately, follow their voice. This is the image of God as inspiration. God as someone you look up to. God as someone whose guidance we seek. And shepherds sometimes lead from behind. They follow the flock because from behind is where you often can see where the flock is going to keep it in sight. They scan the flock, watching for overall direction, and more importantly, looking out for any potential danger. This is the image of God as protector. God as someone quite literally behind you. God having your back. And then sometimes, shepherds with help lead from beside us. Shepherds, after all, use dogs. And it's the dogs who actually do the shepherding. It's the dogs who keep the flock together by nipping at the heels of the sheep when they start to go astray. So you see how having the image of the Lord as your shepherd will affect your faith life and the decisions you make. And so, God is someone in front of you, inspiring you, someone you can look up to, someone to guide you. God gives direction to our lives, helps make sense of where we are and where we are going. God is someone who inspires us. God is also someone behind us, backing you, believing in you, urging you on, encouraging you. Now, God, not always telling you exactly where to go. He's not always guiding every step of the way, but God is behind you, watching, watching your overall direction. God is someone who gives us the confidence to move forward in our faith. And then sometimes, God sends out the sheepdogs to keep you, to keep me, to keep us from going too far astray. Like a good shepherd, God sometimes uses helpers prophets, those that serve to nip us in the heels and get us back 
in line when we are drifting too far off. God is someone who protects us. And here's the thing about these helpers and prophets. Sometimes there are people that are well-known, people who have changed the course of time and history. But many times, God sends helpers and prophets in our lives that are not famous or well-known. Like a young woman who flees her country as a refugee at the age of 20, seeking a better life and leaving her family behind. Someone who doesn't know what is ahead. Someone who ultimately finds the love of her life only to watch him die and find herself a widow at the age of 39 with two young boys. She had every reason to go astray, every reason not to be a helper in faith. But when her son rejected God, decided that God was not real, that God did not love him, She reminded me, as her son, that God was with me, that God was guiding, and she was sent to guide me. Having an image of the Lord as your shepherd in front and behind and alongside you affects the way you live your life in faith and the way in which you make decisions. Because we have a source of inspiration, we have a source of confidence, and we have a source of protection. And because God knows each and every one of us so completely, it means God knows exactly what each of us needs. God knows our hurts, God knows our joys, God knows our deepest worries and our greatest delights. God knows how to give us life and calls us into the safety of the sheepfold. God gathers us with other sheep so that we can care and love and support one another even as our great shepherd watches over us. The ultimate truth of our Christian faith, the truth we remember this Easter season and every Sunday that we celebrate the Lord's resurrection, is that our shepherd leads us out of death into new life. The Lord who was crucified and who rose again, the same Lord who promises to redeem the world, to relieve its suffering, to restore it to wholeness, and to inaugurate a new creation, a new way of being in the world. The risen Lord is a sign of the life that God promises to all of us. To all of us. Life transformed, life redeemed, Life abundant, 
life joyous and eternal. God prepares a table for all of us, a table brimful with overflowing cups and abundant blessings. And Jesus, our great shepherd, invites us to come and share with him at the table of blessing. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long.